0: this one's for the culture me and wifey in the room thinking of a master plan thinking how we can influence the culture from where we stand knowing that our steps are ordered by the master's hand still 10 toes down we ain't switching up the stance the mission of this music ain't just to make them dance trying to tell them about the rock and welcome 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 we are back from a week off with a heck of an episode that we have here for you, episode 62. I am Mr. Bond Chronicles, one of your hosts, and I'm blessed to be here with my other host.
1: Mrs. Bond Chronicles.
0: And I hope you are enjoying your Memorial Day. Um, hopefully you enjoyed your Memorial Day weekend. Um, it's one of those things where it's always <clears throat> awkward because it's a military holiday, and you're not supposed to say, you're not supposed to say, like, Happy Memorial Day, right? Because that's to the ones that have fallen. Yeah. So it's just... Memorial. And
1: yeah, in remembrance for the people who sacrificed everything for us.
0: Right. Um, so we want to give our honor to those people uh, who have uh, done that for us. We definitely appreciate it. Wouldn't be here without them. Um, but this year, we've, we've told you guys that we're going to do some things a little different. And we started this year going to Coachella. And we have a lot of other things on the slate for you. Uh, but I had the pleasure of going to the Fabio Foreign show here locally uh, on his tour of his album, and it's pretty good time. Um, had a good time, was able to get in early, probably didn't need it too much uh, as it took a little bit for it to fill in. Uh, but by the time he came out, it was a pretty, pretty packed show. Uh, people were in the uh, upper area of the uh, venue uh, down low was actually pretty full as well. I was fortunate and able to get pretty close and I'll probably try and put some pictures uh, here into the video just so you guys can see some of that if you haven't seen them already on our social media. But uh, music is great. Music is important. Music can help get you through tough times. Music can help speak to you in tough times or in celebration times. At the end of any sporting event, they play certain songs uh we watched a fight this weekend where music was also important uh in like the ring walk and the messages that you're sending the the mental game that you're trying to play uh Javante Davis fought this weekend and won in a knockout uh fashion exciting fashion came out to a Fabio song uh well Fabio Kanye they both got it they're both their albums so how do who gets credit for that they both do So when it counts as a stream for both of them? Yeah. They don't have to split it?
1: I don't know all those particulars.
0: Okay. Well, uh, for me, it's going to be a Fabio song for the sake of this show. And he did perform it, uh, which I was very excited. He performed most of the songs I wanted. Uh, His, I guess you'd call them opening acts, but they all have like the same moniker, uh, 8FS, on their social media. So I guess they're all the same group. Um but no they were pretty cool, very friend friendly. Uh, Dream Doll was there. She performed well. I wasn't super familiar with her music, uh but the audience was and it was like I said definitely a, a good time and a lot more to come. Uh hopefully by next week we'll have more to share with you about live music. Uh so yeah, it's kind of a high level update before we get into some more serious stuff. Did you have anything you wanted to Touch you on since we took a week off?
1: Um, Nope. Life is crazy busy. You know, moving, moving. We took a week off, but it wasn't really a week off. For real, for real. Um, we still had a bunch of stuff to do, a bunch of stuff to get ready for, um, for the upcoming things that we're going to be doing. So, you know, no rest for the weary. That's,
0: right? a, that's what they say. That's what they say. Um. I don't actually understand that. No rest for the weary. Why would you want to be weary? So if you do rest, are you not weary? And so we should get rest.
1: I actually don't know why they say that. Like, I mean, I I understand the expression. Typically, people who are weary, they're worried. There's a lot right. of stuff on their mind. So those aren't the most rested, well-rested people.
0: So I think the message is you should rest. Mm. And it sounds like we were saying we weren't resting. No, so. We weren't. We got to do better because we don't want to be weary. <laughs> um, uh, but no, fun times. We had some people over this weekend as well to watch the fight. Had a cool little fight party. Uh, so shout out to those who came over. And it was just a good time. A good time with good people. Um, we had not We're starting to set like a trend of incidents um, with at least one of our guests. I heard we lost all our cupcakes.
1: Oh, it was the same guest. I know that's what I'm saying. the time before we, when lost she was the like, we lost the chair, and this time she she dropped the cupcakes.
0: <laughs> Brent, she brought them, but she still. did. She
1: did bring them, so you know it's not yeah. a big deal.
0: Yeah, yeah. I wasn't going to eat those anyway, so <laughs> I'm not that upset. <laughs> um But two more, I guess important. I don't even know if I'd call it important, but relevant um, to the conversation. And this happened a little while ago, but I think it will tie into this week's episode. Uh, I guess I'll put a disclaimer out there. that could be a trigger warning on some of the things we're going to talk about uh, because America has a violent past. And America's violent past is something that we can't escape. It's something that is a part of our culture. Um, and from really the beginning, we've had gangs and groups that have attempted to rise to power. We've seen it in TV shows. We've seen it in movies. Um, I guess on that same tip, we should say rest in peace to Ray Liotta, Ray Liotta for his passing, um, iconic role in Goodfellas. Um, but Mm. organized crime has been a part of American culture for probably as long as we can think of maybe even longer than that. And so, what we're seeing and have seen is rap artists who have grown up through what we say Um, less than ideal beginnings. uh, Usually, low income. Maybe they grew up without electricity. Maybe they grew up without food. Like a variety of different things that happens when you live in low income environment. And so, your goal is to gather that environment. Um, On a popular level for white culture, you see something like Peaky Blinders. Uh, You see other shows where people, uh, Animal Kingdom and others, try to rise above their circumstances. Mm -hmm. Queen of the South. Queen of the South is another one. Um, Escobar, Snowfall. There's just so many stories of people taking ill-gotten means to get ahead. And so when the system positions you in a place where you start off below and you're trying to pull yourself up by the bootstraps, sometimes you got to circumvent the the traditional ways to success. The problem with that is it seems like to me when Black people accomplish this, they don't just let us go. And I say all of that to say Young Thug and Gunner were recently arrested and are being held under a RICO investigation. For those of you who don't understand what that is, it goes back to organized crime. A crime boss likely would not pull the trigger to commit a crime or not gonna be the part to stick up said business. But they will put out the word, they will finance it, they will fund it, they will encourage it. And that's where RICO comes in. And so what they're trying to say is YSL is a criminal enterprise and I will say the fact that it came as a federal indictment. I'm sorry. No, I think this was a state indictment, if I'm correct. Typically, when the government indicts you, it's not because they are are still trying to figure it out. Usually they have a pretty good idea. They might have a couple people that are helping them build the case. But nonetheless, those two gentlemen have been arrested. Two gentlemen pushing P, for those of you who may not know who Gunna is. He started the push and P trend. The blue P on social media went everywhere. You don't see it as much now as you did maybe six months ago, but he outsold The Weeknd. I think we talked about that on this podcast, which is a huge deal um, as a rather new act to outsell a Stallworth act, a Coachella headliner like The Weeknd. Um, and then Young Thug is someone who's just been around. Uh, some would say he led to the demise of Lil Wayne and Cash Money Because he was the new up-and-coming artist and Baby tended to lean his way. And then Wade and Baby fell out and then they ultimately made up. So, yes, I think it's realistic to believe, and I had this conversation with some gentlemen, that when you come from that way of life, and we've seen it in other podcasts and other groups, where it's hard to cut off your upbringing whether it be family, whether it be your, your hood, your neighborhood, whatever it is, because a lot of those people help shape you. A lot of those people help get you to where you are. And even though they didn't have the talent, they played an integral role. And so there's a sense of loyalty to those people, even if those people may not be the best for you at your new place in life. And that's a hard conversation. You don't want to be a sellout. You don't want to turn your back on those people. But you got to look out for your family at a certain point. And it seems like these gentlemen, from what I can tell, seemed removed from that now that they have made it in music. Mm -hmm. And by all accounts, Young Thugs made exponentially more um, than Gunna because he's been around for a lot longer. But your ties are still there. The idea that you can go back to the hood is a a badge of honor. Um, 50 Cent is one who does not subscribe (laughs) at all. Uh, But... We saw T.I. and many others do subscribe to the ability to go back to the hoods, pushes another one. Um, that, yeah, I made it, but I still have my street credibility. And so, what we're seeing in the situation that I don't like is the draw, dragging out and the revoking of bail. And I say that because, specifically in Gunna's situation, he just dropped an album. He was planning to go on tour. Uh, I think Young Thug was supposed to headline something as well, some festivals. And it's just like, why now are you, you kind of bringing this on them? And sure, you might have had to accumulate the evidence. And I don't want to be dismissive of anyone who may have felt victim to this organization, if that's what it was. Um, but I just think the timing is interesting. And... Even in court, and this is kind of where I want to also bring you in is they're using the lyrics that they said that they rapped as a justification or an almost an admission of guilt. <clears throat> and so I wanted to frame the picture well for our audience and maybe I don't know where you are or with your knowledge of it, but given all of that, do you feel it's valid? do you feel it's fair? Do you like what are your thoughts?
1: on just like the whole
0: situation the the lyrics the arrest the timing everything and the revoking of bail for millionaires that by all accounts are probably not flight risks in my opinion
1: um yeah that's a lot so I think it really one first and foremost if they are indeed guilty of the said crimes that means they've impacted you know lives, people, there are murder accusations that are attached to this case. There are a lot of things that are damaging to the very community that you are also serving. And I don't, I can't, I can't, it's hard to get behind that if they're guilty, obviously, um, you know, being supportive of them, free, whatever their real government names are. Um, But if they're not guilty, I think it's a bunch of bull crap, to be honest. Um, To get to the level, like you said, of the charges that they're facing, there are people who are cooperating. Maybe they don't have a slam dunk case yet, and that's why they've pushed the case to like January of next year, which is insane. Um, I don't think it's fair that they've been denied bond, both of them. Um, especially again, um, face value, they do contribute a lot of things to the community positively. So it's like, they, you know, they have families, they have businesses established, like there are all these things that would, you would lead you to believe that they deserve the benefit of doubt. Um, as far as bond goes, I think the judge cited, witness tampering or the prosecution cited witness tampering as to why they wouldn't, um, they, de- they denied bond, which again, I think is crazy. Like you've got all these resources to pour into this investigation. Well, if you have legitimate valid witnesses and you're afraid for their safety or whatever, you should be doing what you need to do to protect them. Um, so just all the way around, I, there's just so many things. Interesting because I can't necessarily say wrong because we don't have all the facts yet um, about this case. But like you said, the most interesting thing being that they're using lyrics to music as confessions, basically. And I just think that's just completely unfair. It completely criminalizes um, rap music. Now, at in the same vein if you really are admitting to crimes in your music, there's just a level of intelligence that's not there. Like, you do something, people, you know, steal or, you know, do lesser things and won't tell a soul. But you are committing various felonies all at the same time, and you go and you make a song about it, like, there's just a level of just, I don't know, like, idiocy that, that is involved in that. Um, like. But I think there's still a lot more details that need to come out about the situation before we keep saying, oh, they're innocent, you know, because we don't know what the evidence is yet. We haven't heard anything because, the you know, the trial hasn't started. Um, I don't even think there have been statements released from like, more statements released from either Gunner or Young Thug. So, it's all crazy. But high level, The using the because there was a rapper from our area, wasn't there? Um, he admitted to a murder, and that's how he got caught. Hmm. Then there was, what is it, the uh, Vice, or not Vice, um, oh, what's the name of the, I think it was another podcast, where this kid was on there, and he was talking, Vlad.
0: Yeah, good old Vlad.
1: Vlad. Um, Vlad is not your friend, um, but like, <laughs> Hollywood entertainer. He is the police. Like, it's, it's very obvious at this point that he is an op. Um... Cause they, you know, they don't do it to any other music, you know, people in rap and not rap music and rock music and country music and all these other forms of music. They talk about drugs. They talk about other things, but because it's not as graphic, maybe they don't take it as seriously. Or is it just because it's a black thing? There are just so many levels on which it's wrong. Like it's just, I'm in full support of any legislation that passes you know, that makes it illegal or, you know, wrong or some form of recourse for people. If your investigation and my entire conviction is based upon, I said this and this lyric of this song, like it's just create, you know, people can chalk that up to creativity. You know, there are plenty of rappers, artists out here that are rapping, singing about lives that, they do not live in any way, shape, or form. So it's all just a big jumbled mess, in in my opinion.
0: Um, No, I, I agree. I think there are, I think there's levels to it. So, like, obviously, if you say on December 32nd, that's a fake date, obviously. <laughs> um, at 2 a.m., I shot Johnny at the gas station in his red shirt. Um, and then I drove away in my black Camaro.
1: And threw the gun in the river. Yeah.
0: And or or and then buried the money I robbed from him in my mom's backyard. And then they go in the river and they find a gun and they go in your mom's backyard and they find the money. That should be used against you. Like that's yes. just not smart.
1: It's just dumb.
0: Um, but when it's just broad statements about selling drugs or being in shootouts, like what are we doing? Like, if that's the case, then there's a whole genre of rap and hip hop culture that would probably disappear. And not for nothing. White people monetize the heck out of it. Like We're going to get to this in a minute, but there were some events that happened in our nation recently. And I guarantee if you start rapping about school shootings, mm. that's not going to fly. That's not going to be on Apple Music. It's not going to be on Spotify. It ain't going to be on Amazon Music. But if you shoot up a hood, you will get mm. a record deal. So that to me is the, the, the tough part of this is... It's not like it's just the rappers that are telling the story. The rappers are incentivized to tell the story and they're incentivized to live their raps. The problem with that is those are illegal acts. Um, And so it's just, it's a tough spot to be in. I personally think cops, you have a job to do. Y'all get the most money. We've talked about the budgets. I've been on record today, yesterday, and the day before And then every day going forward, defund these police officers. And again, we'll get to the the issue in Texas here soon and all the, the ridiculous stories that are coming out about the ineptitude of the police in that situation. But I just also saw that the two students in Georgia, when the George Floyd stuff was going down in the car, they got tased. They just threw out the charges. So and they were told that they were operating as trained. Like, it's absurd. So on one hand, you have these people that are bad people, and you talked about what Young, Thug, and Gunner have done for their communities. Yes, they might have they done bad things in the past, 100%. They might have even done bad things presently. Not saying that's impossible. What I'm also saying is they're doing a lot more for their communities than most anyone. And I'm not talking about the gentrified areas where the, the prices is constantly going up. And the average rent in this country is almost $2,000. I'm talking about the people that come from the backgrounds that they come from that nobody cares about, that are underfunded in education, that are underfunded in healthcare, that are underfunded in just a regular ability to live life. And I think there needs to be a balance. We've watched Godfather of Harlem and what um, What's the main character, Bumpy Johnson and why they loved him. And in a lot of these scenarios. People love these individuals. Yes, they might have a bad side. Yes, they might be funding their givebacks with drug money or illegal means, but it's better than nothing. And so we were—I was watching actually the Blacklist, um, another show I, I really enjoy. Raymond Reddington, shout out to him, even though he's fake, uh, but a great TV character. But he was basically leveraging a, a, a woman, and he's she's like, well, I guess I have you to thank because he paid for her law degree like he put her through law school but he's like the most wanted man in the world so it's like if you're her what do you do without him I don't go to law school without him I could be nothing but I also recognize that he's destroyed some families for you know reasons that are are up to him so I, I just morally it's just really hard for me to just jump all the way in and be like oh these thugs again um, ah, these miserable black people and their rap music. Like, I'm just not gonna do that because rap music, not only and I said it a couple of ago, is the most influential music to me in the world. Black people and what we've brought to music and entertainment is unmatched. It might be replicated and duplicated, and there's an Elvis movie coming out, and I would hope that they will tell about his upbringing and how he got all his inspiration and performed at the level he did. But
1: and being going to be honest about... I mean, they might show that he stole everything about himself from, like, Chuck Berry and Little Richard, but in reality, they're just going to glorify him. Like, I'm not going to watch
0: I that mean, crap. We saw By All Accounts Winning Time. It's great.
1: I mean, I haven't watched that but, yet, so...
0: Right. But so far, it's really good, but it is not paint. These gentlemen in great lights. Yeah. So I think we're getting to a level of journalism now that... Some people are opening up those closets and cleaning out their closets, so to speak. And skeletons and realities are true. And I think there's an appetite for truth. Um, there's a ton of documentaries. You've watched some on amusement parks. On um, I forget what the name of the opioid t- doc well, was. A TV show slash documentary. Oh, um, um, drug
1: sick or something. Uh, sick. Dope sick. Dope sick.
0: So we're getting to some of these investigative journalism things where some of our heroes weren't so heroic. Uh, But I guess to your point, we got to wait and see because if, if you're guilty, like you are guilty and I don't, again, I don't want to underscore that, but in the, the grand scheme of things, is it really a win when you take those people out of the community? And, I think that's to be determined. And I think each situation is different. Uh, A lot of people would say that if Larry Hoover was free, Chicago wouldn't be as bad as it is. And who knows? You you just you never know. So uh, for me, where I'm at, and this is only me speaking, shout out to them. And I'm hoping they beat this. Uh, I think the world is a better place with them in it, whether it be musically, whether it be influential, whether it be through their influence, whether it be through their resources. Uh, I think this could potentially be a new lease on life for them, which maybe would allow them to move differently. I would also guarantee their circle of friends is going to be revealed in this time frame because, mm-hmm. for like, like I said, Gunnar's new. He might got a record deal, but...
1: He ain't that much money to right. He
0: doesn't have the long money for all the lawyers and all that. And when certain bills come due, if you can't pay, people act away. And I think for him, it's going to. It may have already been an eye-opening experience, people may be starting to distance themselves from him already. Because when I first heard that he was included, I figured, oh, it's something light. He'll be fine. And they denied him bond. Yeah. So they said he's a commander in the organization. So I would imagine as a Ally of his, hey, you got to make a decision. And so I hope that these gentlemen are able to beat this. Uh, I have a real hard time ever locking up black people for drug charges because whether it's dope sick or all, every single tobacco shop in my county that is now selling weed or a derivative of weed, I ain't with locking up black people for drug charges. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, so we'll see. Attempted murders is a whole different ball game. Uh, that, that's a little different. So, you can't just you out killing people. Uh,
1: mm-hmm. Well,
0: you can if you're a cop, but. Yeah, but re-
1: regular people. Yeah, regular people. You line. Can. Right. And not
0: even that, because if you're Ahmaud Arbery's people or anybody like that, if there's no video, you get away with that too. And as it stands, I believe, and we can kind of, I guess, go there now, my last understanding, because nobody's talking about it anymore, is the Buffalo shooter, last I heard, was just charged with one count of whatever it is. And I haven't heard anything else because the news has been dominated by the shooting in Texas. And I'm all for the kids, got a bunch of kids of my own, but I didn't forget that there was a bunch of older black people that were just gunned down in cold blood. And nobody wants to talk about that anymore. So I am. Um,
1: I think the problem that you run into in this situation is that it's just, it's the shell shock of it all um the kid
0: need the murderer just really quick so you which one do you think is more shocking for you
1: I would say for me more shocking is the the kid in texas okay. cuz he was 18
0: like both kids are 18 so it was Kyle house for that matter
1: right but just you okay. know, he's, Go he's ahead. young finish. like he's barely out of school himself and decide, like we obviously don't know the details as to why he, you know, went and chose an elementary school of all places to lose his mind. Um, just the reality of it all. It's heavy. It's very, very heavy. And then when you when you sit down and you think about it, literally, you know, the week before, two weeks before, there was this, another kid. 18 years, yes, you're an adult, but why not? there's still so much more developing, so much more learning about the world that you have to do to really form you into, into an adult. And this kid decides he hates Black people and he wants to act on that and goes and shoots up, you know, a supermarket. And the idea that that much hate exists in people, where they can go and take life senselessly that way, you know, from the older people who have lived full lives, so you know they, it's a different level to you know children who have not even begun to live life yet. It's it's I it's all mm, Jesus. I, I you just you just you get tired of trying to put it into words because it happens all the time here, all the time, and you you just. You get to a point where it's just you don't understand it, so I don't oh i will I'm not gonna give the news cycles more credit than they deserve. It's probably easy to ignore the fact that this eighteen year old wrote this manifesto, he had a community of followers, there were people egging him on. he went live when it happened like there are just so many things wrong with both situations And i I don't know.
0: Um, I, For me, it, it's relatively simple. Both were cultivated in some form or fashion. You can't tell me that an 18-year-old has that much hate for life, hate for other people, hate for children, and lack of love for self. You can't tell me that there's no role parenting played in that. Now, I don't know what that role is. And we got kids, and I pray that they grow up to be upstanding people. We pray almost every night that they will be good citizens, that they will be respectful, that they will be honorable. We try to train them as best that we can. We ain't perfect.
1: Like, there's just so many things, yeah.
0: But to get to a point, I... I would like to believe that I would have enough wherewithal to know that when our kids turn 18, if they went out and bought two assault rifles, we would know. We would have an indication that they have an interest in that. Um, I'm a, I'll am i speak for me, but you live here. So we're gun owners. Um, I desire to, when they get older, to have my kids know be proficient with a weapon, whether it be me or a number of people I know to train them. But somehow, both of these kids had communities of family. We talked a long time ago about where's the village at. And the grandparents of the school shooter are like, I would have never known. But at the same time, he said, had I known he wouldn't have bought a gun, the grandfather, I would have told the police. Now, he legally bought the gun. And we can have a gun control conversation later in this episode. And I think we'll probably be on opposite sides, but we'll obviously try and stay cool and respectful about it. But that to me is a far smaller problem than the hate that exists and has always existed in this country for minorities and for others. And it just keeps getting swept under the rug time and time again, whether it be the Trail of Tears from old, long time ago in the Oregon Trail or slavery or the the war on drugs, whatever it is, like there is just a hate that exists in this country and a thirst for power. And when we can't have it here, we do it elsewhere. And our history books do not talk enough about what we do in other countries. And if I don't make it to Monday, it's because they got me out of here. I'm I'm half kidding, but this country has like a spirit or something of just murder. Murder. We've been murdering since this country's foundation. And now that we can't bring people over here and we're trying to, quote unquote, keep people out. Now we're murdering our own. And it's not a black thing. And I hate that that happens. It's not a black thing. But that's what gets highlighted. And these two situations, the minority shooter right now is getting way more attention than the white shooter. And you can argue it's because that there were kids involved. But to me, the more heinous act is to drive three hours out of your way to come back to a community you had previously been in doing research and murdering people. That's a level of planning and process at that age that is just beyond me. When you're reaching out to a, quote unquote, terrorist cell with ex-police officers and they are guiding you and and encouraging you, that to me is way more, I can't even say shocking, but just disheartening. That in 2022, after Kaepernick, after Obama, after all of this stuff, we're still that far apart. That there is that much hate and disdain that even after every other mass shooting that none of them ever get away. They just keep happening. And I know we said his name, I think, on the last podcast, but I'm just, I'm perplexed at how you mentally, I can't even say that because I've said it on here. The way to respond to this is we start being those people. Let me go into my suburban community up the street and start just letting go. Let me go to the local Walmart here because we live in a predominantly white county. I can't imagine mentally what it would take to do that. But I also understand that things and acts like that would drive change. You want gun control laws changed? Let a black person do what these white people keep doing. They will snatch everybody gun. Let me be very clear. The reason our gun laws are protected is because white people are doing most of these killings. And That's just the way it is. Let your Beverly Hills and your Calabasas and all these other places start having mass shootings at those schools. When it's some little school almost on the border of Texas. Yeah, it's tragic. But the cops also wait an hour to go inside. You can't tell me if that happens in Beverly Hills, Calabasas, Hidden Hills, Los Angeles County and the good parts or in New York or wherever these affluent areas are, them cops is shooting way after that, before they ask questions. They might even shoot kids trying to get to the shooter. But when it's minority kids and minority parents, they'll badger them outside of a school while this killer is still inside. And this is just a constant reminder of where we are in this country where our race divide still is so vast that now that the school shooting has happened, that George Floyd bill is still sitting there.
1: Oh, it's not going anywhere now. There's not going to be an anti... Like the shooting in Florida at all the Asian salons, mm-hmm. Asian salon parlors, they got a bill passed...
0: Maybe a month and a half.
1: Maybe a month later. We've had the shooting in Charleston
0: mm-hmm.
1: where the, you know, Dylan, uh, Roof. Dylan Roof, they had the the church, you know, the members of the church, they were killed. Nothing happened. We've had, we've had so many incidents, so many. And then you just start ticking them off in your head. And it's just like, when does it stop? How does it stop? And the, I know we've had conversations so many times about, what it really takes to affect change in this country for Black people. And your standpoint, a lot of times, well, most times, is more violence. Like, that's the the name of the game. When people want something, when people want things to stop happening, when people wanna change the narrative and take control of their lives. A lot of times, revolution involves violence and nobody wants to fall on that sword anymore. In like, our community. In our community. And, and that's not
0: even true. Because we'll shoot each other. I know black on black crime isn't really a thing because it's about proximity. Yeah. But we will kill one another.
1: We will. But we won't fight.
0: George Zimmerman's still walking these streets.
1: Yeah, and he shouldn't be. Like, I'm sorry. I, I've, let me not say that. Um, You know, the love of God is plentiful in my heart. And I have a lot of forgiveness for people. Mm-hmm. Um, And I have a lot of forgiveness for humanity, you know, across the board, but I just can't understand racism anymore. Like black people move the culture. We, the world, the world, like the vaccine that everybody's taken, like the original one that was created by a black lady scientist, Like, there's so many things that we do to contribute. So many things that we do that are just influential. Yeah, by no, I don't even know whose fault it is at this point. Like, but it's somebody's fault because it it can't just be that there's still that many hateful people having kids and teaching all that hateful crap to their kids so they can teach it to their kids and they can teach it to think like, what at what point does it go away at what point does it die out what 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 else do we have to do
0: um the answer for me is grim
1: yeah and that's how I, I think it gets worse we know
0: but i say i think it gets worse because by all statistics the census came out and said not so long that they lied Mm -hmm. And they misrepresented the statistics because the world is becoming less white, like just naturally it is. And you can't tell me that. And again, when I say white, and I've said this a hundred times on episode 62, I'm not talking about all white people. There's a bunch of white people that are great. There's people I go to church with, people I work with, friends of mine. I ain't talking about y'all, but I am possibly talking about your friends and family members.
1: But it's not even enough to say, and, you know, I love white folks. We have plenty of white friends, all that stuff. I don't care how that sounds right now. But at some point in time, even they have to start looking at the culpability and all of it. That's true. Because the privilege that you carry with just having the skin tone that you have should make you feel responsible to start making things happen differently. You can't keep watching situations and saying, oh, how sad, man, this this really needs to stop. <clears throat> this really needs to change, like, <clears throat> you, you, at some point in time, you have to realize, like, there must be something more I can do, and from voting to, you know, the things that we allow to happen in government, and this, the people that we allow to represent us, and the people who we allow to, you know, the what is it, the sheriffs or whatever? Like, we elect those people. There's there so many different things that we as people, black and white, we complain about. But when it comes time for election cycle, and the person that you voted for six times now still hasn't done the one thing that he said he was gonna do, like, vote these people out. I watched the video of Ted Cruz talking to the, you know, the reporter. <clears throat> and Ted Cruz had the audacity to, to say that America is still the safest country, it's still the most prosperous country, it's still the freest country in this world. And it's like, oh ho, 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 hold, hold, up. I have traveled. Okay. I've gone places and people don't look at me crazy because I'm black. Like I've gone and done and he's things. And and I, I, I know. so but for him, his view, for his view to that's be all he that. Can see. And it's just insane because that's not true anymore. Maybe once upon a time, it really, really was true. And people really believe. The most free? I mean, in some way, shape, or form, the most free. Like, for black people, that's never going to be a thing. Okay. But for general public, yes, the most free. Like, I get it. And even now, technically, we're way more free than what we used to be. So however you want to, you know, frame the word freedom, you, you know, do so at your own liberty. But all that other stuff he said, if I could have jumped through that phone and punched him in his throat, like, it's it's just, it's so infuriating. I And like I said, there's just so many things in life that I will never understand. And I pray to God that I'm never in this situation that the parents of those kids are in Texas or the loved ones of the, you know, the families of the shooting in Buffalo. Because I don't, I don't, I don't know how I would act, but the shooter wouldn't. Mm-mm. I'm sorry. Like, I, I got a few coins. Like, we, we'd have to figure something out because I couldn't do it.
0: But it's to your point. I, I said this. I know I keep referring to old stuff. Go back and watch all the old pop. We got some good stuff on there. Mm-hmm. Um. But you said, the problem, I think, that's really where it breaks down is you're saying don't vote for the same guy six times. I agree with that. But by all accounts, Beto Rorick is like one of the progressive guys, right? Mm-hmm. He stood up to the sheriff or what DA or whatever it was done that press conference. Great. that's I believe that's pan, uh, pandering. I think that was a little extra for me personally. But I ain't see you do that when Buffalo happened.
1: Yeah.
0: And so for me, and granted, he doesn't. He's not a representative. He's not running for office in New York, so I get it. But keep the same energy and pass the laws. So, as much as you could say, elect new people. My my whole problem with Stacey Abrams and the others during this last election cycle was, who the heck are we supposed to vote for?
1: Mm-hmm. Sure,
0: get out and vote. I agree. It's your right. They're trying to make it hard for you to vote. Black people won Joe Biden the election. Got you. Mm -hmm.
1: Great job.
0: Congratulations. But what is it getting us? We had a ton of minorities uh, that were hired. A lot of minority women, Muslim women, a bunch of variety of different people that won the last election cycle. And it was championed and rightfully championed, rightly so. What has it gotten us? Us being black people. What's different? If anything, you're doing the exact same thing you did before. We all are opening the door. For the open racist and Agent Orange and all those people to sit back and walk into these new roles and offices because you're not punishing the the racist right people and then you're not doing much for the disenfranchised left. So there's a huge void and as a black person like what the heck am I supposed to vote for the racist person that kind of actually did some stuff, but they were just awful out of their mouth and rude and disrespectful. Or the people that pander but do absolutely nothing at the most inopportune times Mm -hmm. like it's it sucks like i've always been a proponent it is your civic duty to vote i've talked to you about you need to vote but i get as i've gotten older now i'm starting to see like what the heck am i voting for
1: and that that's the the bigger like you said but you can't not vote either You, you can't not if uh, not consciously, when you want to do something to help in your community, and everybody's not a politician, so everybody can't just, just decide they quit your job run, or run, for right, office. run for office. But there's, there's got to be there, there's a missing piece of this checks and balances system that we have not quite figured out,
0: it's broken
1: because it, i mean i don't uh, disagree
0: it but needs it to be, be like broke fixed. torn down by the like the berlin wall the berlin wall cannot be fixed it had to be torn down this country's systems need to be torn down and rebuilt collectively yeah they're not gonna do that i the only way they do that you can either ask or you can force And what we've seen, and I'll revert back to all the TV shows we talked about, Yeah, they quit asking. Whether it was Peaky Blinders, whether it was Power, whether it was Goodfellas, whether it was Scarface, Gladiator, whatever movie you want to look at. That someone had to overcome adversity, it was a situation where they took it. American Gangster, whatever. This country is founded on that. January 6th, it's founded on it. And I cannot say it enough. That is what this country is. The Boston Tea Party. We celebrate that in our schools. We champion that in our schools. That was open rebellion. Like, that was treason. But we celebrate it because... It's the, it fits the narrative, but John Brown was a terrorist and he did similar things for a cause he believed in. And they keep talking about putting Harriet Tubman on dollar bills and naming stuff and all this other Child
1: crap. Want one more symbolic gesture. Like I don't care that Juneteenth is a holiday
0: anymore. That's owned I by don't... a white company.
1: Right, the, a white <laughs> that, is, and that's insane within itself. Like, like, do
0: your research. It's not. It's a federally owned holiday, but it's owned a company trademarked it.
1: It's a federally recognized holiday. Federally
0: recognized, but it's
1: trademarked by a white-owned company.
0: And I just. I see all the effort and energy being put into the RICO for Young, Thug, and Gunner. And those are taxpayer resources. Let's not kid ourselves. When the government spends, it's your money. The government don't spend money themselves. It's your money. And my money is not being put to use the way I want it to be put to use. Federally, Uh locally, and I'm just tired of it. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I am becoming part of the problem. You ask who's the problem? We're all the problem. Mm -hmm. They suck, and we're too passive. And we saw in, um, what was the movie with Regina, the TV show, Regina King, The Watchmen.
1: Mm -hmm. And it
0: talks about Tulsa and what that looked like. Like, these things weren't that long ago. Someone in your family might have been alive when that happened.
1: I mean, technically, one generation back, two generations back, someone was.
0: That's if my If you're point.
1: here, someone
0: was. That's my point. So this idea that we're so far removed and we've come so far, we haven't. It looked different, but we have not. And now it may not be, it is the police in a lot of cases, but it's also just civilians. And it's just...
1: It's getting your house appraised a hundred thousand dollars less than what it's worth because mm-hmm. there's black pictures on the walls, as opposed to happy white family pictures on the walls. It's your schools being underfunded and programs being cut because the money is being funneled to what charter schools and it's just or so the police, many, yeah, that too. Just it's so many things, and like you said, it's all broken. There's just the recourse to fix it is a price that I don't think that black people have, should have
0: to pay. Definitely shouldn't have to
1: pay. I paid, think we've, we've paid Plenty. enough. More than enough. There's been more than enough. And then, like you said, every time you turn on the news, it's just something else. So I don't watch the news. And unless there's just something going on that I really want to know about, I don't watch news. I'll listen to NPR because
0: it's on. You listen to NPR?
1: Mm-hmm. Wait. Occasionally, I'll turn oh. the app on on my phone and let it play. Okay. Um, Or I'll read the articles online.
0: Fair enough.
1: Um, You know, one, because it's unbiased. There's not a whole lot of political, you know, agenda behind the stories. It's just the story. Here it is, cut and dry. But even, even listening to the news that way, it's still just so depressing. And like you said, 2022, we're still dealing with gun problems we're still dealing with race problems like it's this country
0: um so i'm glad you you did bring that up because i do want to touch on that piece too so i think we spent a lot of time on the human element and the broken human nature um (sighs) before i get to that i want to say two things one the first thing y'all can do is all these payouts whether it be a wrongful conviction and people let out, whether it's police brutality, these payouts need to come out of police pensions. Facts. Stop taking out of taxpayer money. We didn't Ill- wrongly convict anybody. We didn't sh- murder someone wrongly. I don't know whose job it is to fix that or how that that system was constructed that the the taxpayers pay that, fix that. Um, and what was my second point? Mm. Um, I lost my second point, so I'll go to the other point. Um, the oh, and the second part is, and I don't even know if I'm I don't know if, know if that's fair. I was gonna say charge of the parents when kids do this crap, but I don't know if I want to admit to that because some kids is just crazy, some kids are just bad.
1: Mm. Um,
0: so I'll 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 withhold that at this <laughs> point. For, for I now. think situationally that, that could exist, but not across the board. The pension joint, tax them sure. Like they got billion dollar budgets every year. There's a bunch of money y'all can use to pay out some of these people. And if your pension's impacted, you should have told on your partner. The same way you want the guy in the street to snitch, y'all need to be snitching. Y'all so about protect the blue, but y'all make y'all money off snitches like but that's a conversation for a different day gun control as i said i'm a gun owner i've been a gun owner i enjoy my guns um i don't get to shoot as much as i would like partly because it's super expensive and you're always pregnant um so we couldn't ever go when you were pregnant which is probably half our marriage when we've calculated (laughs) uh, the time frame and it's (sighs) For the type of weapons we have, there aren't a lot of local places that allow us to shoot them freely. I do 100% agree that you should not be able to go to a convention and fill out a form and get an assault rifle. I understand. I I think you should be able to do that. I think human nature has proved we're not capable of that level of responsibility.
1: And that's the key right there. I think that's the uh, the biggest part of this whole gun control argument. The right to own a gun? Sure. Everybody has a right to own a gun. Everybody has the right to free speech. But some things need to be censored. Some things need to be withheld. Some privileges need to be taken away. The same way with a kid, you, you know, they have something that they love, but they're not doing the right thing, so you take it away. You got to start taking this stuff. I'm sorry, you just do. I'm sorry, but go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt your point, but it it, it is, but that's, that's the key right there. Guns don't kill people,
0: people kill people. That's true.
1: In that, even within that argument, though, people are the problem. It's not, well. You're
0: about to make no problem.
1: (laughs) I don't think
0: people need
1: (laughs) assault rifles. I don't think people need magazines that, or, you know, clips that hold a ridiculous amount of ammunition. I don't think that's a necessity.
0: But. Necessity, correct. But. As someone who's never I don't know if you've been to a gun range and had to reload an assault rifle if an assault rifle had a 10 round clip which is what I've heard pre- proposed that's miserable
1: well then it's too bad no you take the conv- you got but well, we, well, this is where we're gonna th- disagree it on. is because this is there, there's you've got to start making some kind of sacrifices here like for the greater good of people. Like there's got like there's gotta be some middle ground. No, you don't have to take guns away from everybody. One, because people who want guns, they're gonna get guns. Like, and that's just a simple, irrefutable fact.
0: Like, We're too far past that. Yeah. I saw a stat some time ago that said in this United States, there are more guns than people. Yeah. So the idea that you're just gonna take guns from people, even if you make it harder to get guns. Is,
1: Is this going to make it harder for regular millions
0: people? of guns? Like I, when I went to school in Philly one Christmas, they had a drive where you could come and turn in your gun and get like a free dinner, free of charge.
1: And, a lot of cities have that. Like Miami has it. Yeah, um, they've got it in Baltimore. They've got it in New York. And it, it's just an ongoing thing. If you come and turn in the gun, no questions asked. You've turned in the gun. Whatever. Now, obviously, you know if the gun does end up being related to another case or something, then there's, you know, probably some questions around that. But generally speaking, if you start asking
0: questions, you're gonna ruin the progress.
1: Yeah, and I don't, I, I don't pay attention to it, but I know that those programs exist, right. but for good reason.
0: I and I, I don't disagree that there is a good reason for it. My issue becomes, and I've. I'm sh- people may hate me for this comparison, but then we all should drive the same car. Everybody gets a, a minivan or a Corolla. Because <laughs>
1: minivan or a Corolla.
0: why do you need a Range Rover? You say you if we're talking necessity.
1: That's not the same thing.
0: Why do you need a car that drives that fast? Why do you need a car with lights in the roof? You don't. You absolutely don't. But we in this country, we in this world, or in, in on Earth, like our luxuries. And if you're going to start stripping a luxury from one person, strip it from everybody.
1: But that's what I'm saying, like the, that.
0: And where does it end?
1: Uh, so you, so status quo, you just leave it how it is.
0: I. So no, so yes. that's
1: you just Chance leave it how it is.
0: No. But the gun to me still isn't the problem. I'm I've not owned guns the gun. Is I've the had problem. guns in my house almost my entire existence.
1: Right. And you've never gone
0: out and shot up a nor stool. has anyone in my home.
1: All I'm saying So the gun ain't
0: the problem. It's if you not leave the, the gun, gun in the locker, you're right. So then the issue is fix the people.
1: You can't fix the people. People are broken. I, there is too much hate in this world, and people are broken.
0: Because we people- incentivize the hate.
1: I'm not saying that we don't,
0: but there needs to
1: be something else done about gun control besides just leave it how it is and pray that everybody gets the health that they need. So nobody no longer feels the need to go and shoot something up. That's asinine. That's not working. It's what people, it's what they did after Sandy hook, Sandy hook happened and people literally across the world, Watch that story unfold, and you and know what? Nothing changed.
0: And you know what happens every time this happens, and people like you start saying, "Take people's guns." You know what they do?
1: I didn't say take guns.
0: You saying make it harder? Whatever. So, what is your? Let me be clear. So, what is your solution?
1: I don't know. I haven't done enough research into what, like the the different types of guns that people use for these situations. It's for almost, these cases, it the is, It's almost, almost always. Time. Time. Um, a lot of For times it's either modified or they've got, uh, you know, all these clips or whatever. Like, there's all these different things that obviously they bring to do to commit the act. There's got to be something.
0: It's th- So, the problem you create, short-term and probably long-term, every time these politicians get up here and start saying, gun control. It's the same thing when people thought they couldn't get toilet paper. You know what people did when they thought they wouldn't have toilet paper? They go
1: buy up everything. They
0: bought a ton of it. You know what happens when they start saying baby formula is low? You buy a ton of it. And then you got to put a limit on how much people can buy. When you start telling people, when Walmart said, we're not selling ammo no more. When these people start saying, we're not selling ammo no more. Guess what that does? It just funnels people somewhere else. This country is built on war and violence. So, guns then are then, a part of that. So,
1: then basically, you're saying leave everything alone and do nothing.
0: No, that's not what I'm saying. So, what are you saying? I'm saying I'm with more in depth background checks. I said you can't, you shouldn't be able to go to an event, a gun, I can't remember, think of a word. A gun show, gun yeah. Show. A gun show, and some 18 year old walk out with three assault rifles just because he can. I agree. I don't think that's necessary. But I think there's a balance between free will.
1: So then you pass the background check because you're 18 and you have no record and you've never done anything.
0: Right. So then at that point, the system in place for who should get the right gun, I believe did its job. The second part is the people. What people? We know, I there are people I know I wouldn't trust with certain situations. These kids and I'm calling them kids loosely, these It's hard for me to call an 18-year-old an adult, even though it's an adult. And actually, you know what? They are adults. Because they, in every situation, they made a conscious decision. Some of it was well thought out, planned, and, and set up. These men in these situations, they knew what they were doing. And I believe the community failed these people. I... When when that the guy that went to Buffalo was talking to people, all of them should be charged Mm
1: -hmm.
0: with the same crime. The the person that the the kid sent the messages to and it was a girl and she said she didn't know. So I'm not necessarily saying she was a part of it. But I don't know that she alerted police or not. I don't know if that's come out yet. But if somebody and with all these algorithms where I can be talking to you about a new T-shirt. And then I scroll through Facebook three times, and all of a sudden that T-shirt's there. You can't tell me that people that are communicating on the internet they can't find these people. But
1: then you go, you run into a privacy issue.
0: We don't have we that that's dead. That. We all know we don't have privacy. I get but that's three not the calls, front. I get three calls a day from people I don't know. I
1: face value everything that you do is protected, and there's privacy in your but life. But we
0: all know that we BS.
1: know that there's not. So, but, then, so you expect for politicians to get up on the stage and say, we're going to violate your privacy so that we can find the people who are planning these things and doing these things and getting ready to do these things so we can stop it before it happens?
0: And, I believe, people, and
1: then people are going to be okay with that.
0: I No, everyone's never going to be happy with anything everybody's not going to approve of one thing collectively.
1: Exactly. So then how do you address the the multi-leveled issue of gun control?
0: So my point is there are trigger words. You can't say bomb on a plane. Bomb. So is that not freedom of speech? I should be able to say bomb wherever I want, right? (laughs) She the bomb. But you say that on a plane, they're going to take you off and you'll probably be on the no-fly list. The, The same thing is true, I think, with guns. And for what it's worth, I have been, I've got notifications on Facebook and other things from stuff that was not dangerous at all. Some of them had LOLs and emojis in it. So don't tell me they're not watching. And I got fact checker and truth facts or whatever it is on every post on every social media platform. About coronavirus. Well, It's not even COVID anymore. They've expanded it. So don't tell me they're not watching the stuff you tweet. Don't tell me they're not watching the stuff you're saying in your house with Alexa and all this other stuff. Use it effectively. And in both situations recently, people knew what was going to happen before it happened. And the people chose not to do anything. That's not a gun issue to me. That's a people issue. The police waiting an hour is a people issue. The police telling the border security that came, you can't go in. That's a people issue. The police going in and getting their kids and taking their kids out and leaving the other kids is a people issue the cops that were not trained that went in and told the kids to make noise and got those kids murdered. That's a people issue. None of that's a gun issue. The, the, I don't know what platform the Buffalo shooter use to live stream. If you are allowing someone to live stream murder and carnage for that long without taking it down or blocking it, that's a you issue. That's a liability on you. Hold them responsible. You had this user using this language on your platform, and they projected that content, and you didn't stop it. You didn't alert authorities. There's a bunch of stuff that could have been done ahead of time. The communication with that terrorist cell that, by all accounts, to my knowledge, they haven't even reached out to those people or brought them in for interviews, searched their houses the same way they ran in Young Thugs House unannounced. These no-knock warrants run in these people's houses. Like, there's options available. But they just want to run to the gun issue like the hate issue and the people issue isn't the problem. Like, limiting people getting guns like there isn't 100 million guns in this country already is going to stop the problem. That problem might stop in 150 years, maybe. There's too many guns in this country already. We have a people and a heart problem. And a blind eye racist problem that when racists have platforms, we don't check them. Make, make a, say that, let a, a, a white person use the N word on social media, make it a hate crime. I bet you they'll find a way to shut up. When you say derogatory things about groups of people on more than one occasion, make it a three strike rule. Y'all love that, right? Mm -hmm. let a let a person use a derogatory term three times lock them up start filling out prisons with these racist people or when you commit a crime like you did in buffalo don't protect them from general population
1: oh no he should be in gym pop
0: you was big and bad enough to drive to their community and shoot them up live in their jail Yep, with them all of those are more reasonable more efficient changes because that can happen in a snap run a filter they find they just found i can't think of who it was and they were defending them i think it was joe Budden's tweets um because he did the isaiah rashad interview Mm. and they went back to 2009
1: to find a tweet
0: to find tweets guess what there's a whole lot more people saying a whole lot more flagrant stuff today Monitor these online chat rooms and these video games. I was playing video games 10 years ago and it was racist. I can promise you today it's still racist people. It's
1: probably worse now.
0: It's definitely worse. Anytime you use a racist term, you should go on a list. And you hit on that list three times, five times, whatever y'all figure out.
1: We need to be bringing you in.
0: Pay a fine. hit Hit people in their pockets. That's all speeding tickets are for. It's about funding the community. And then take that money that they're paying in these court fines and fees and give it to the undeserved community that they uh, targeted when these payouts happen for these crimes or whatever give it to the people in the community that were impacted don't buy up the community and chase them out of there there's a ton of other options besides make guns harder to get i can promise you every time y'all do that y'all make it worse and it's not just guns. It's anything. It's gas. When people think there's going to be a gas shortage, people show with 8000 cans of gas. That's human survival nature. When they feel like something's being taken from them, they are going to hoard it. So all y'all to keep keep preaching, p- politicians specifically, y'all not making it better. by if unless you're actually going to take the guns, stop threatening it. Because you're making it worse. and now people are getting now they're more willing to get concealed carries, they're more willing to go get proper training, they're more willing to go get more skilled because they don't want to be the person that's caught lacking in that situation if you think people are going to start carrying guns less with these mass murders, you're wrong and you know who the people that are unfortunately going to be the victims in those situations the people without the gun Mm -hmm. so yeah take the gun Make it harder to get. But that ain't going to stop the bad person from getting it because it's too easy to get. But yes, you are right. We have a problem. But I think there's a bunch of steps people are ignoring and they're taking the easy way out and just keep blaming the gun. And not all of the steps that led to those shootings. Whether it's Kyle Rittenhouse crossing borders, having his mom take him. Whether it's Columbine, whether it's Sandy Hook, whether it's the... Aurora, Colorado, where the dude went in the movie theater. You're missing the people problem, and there's a consistent theme with these people. They look a certain way. They got a certain skin complexion outside of Texas, and when they did, when the dude didn't did it in Dallas, they got him up out of here, and it was far less the Las Vegas festival. Like it's been happening. This is our country's DNA. Racism, hate, slavery, murder. That's America in this country and globally. It's been that case. The Osama bin Laden's guess how he got there? Us. The Saddam Hussein's guess how he got there? Us. We do this. We're watching snowfall right now. They are funding a war, destroying LA because they're fighting, they're trying to win a war in another country. Like, this is America. It ain't this American dream, 40 acres and a mule and a white picket fence. That ain't America. America's concentration camps. America is, it's war. We've been at war since this country was founded. Either with ourselves, with England, with the world, that's who we are. So keep saying, take the guns. You're not, no. And you definitely can't take it when Our cops are armed like military. And they are also funneling the guns and the drugs. Like, it's just lazy to me to keep blaming the guns. It's too many other people willfully and clearly dropping the ball. And that's why I take my gun stance. I know I went on longer than I expected. Your turn.
1: No, it's okay.
0: Is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and just and this is me again. This is just me speaking. I'm not speaking for my job. I'm not speaking for my church. I'm not speaking for you. Black people, figure out how to use a gun. You you would be doing yourself a disservice if you don't know how to use a gun. It's 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 ignorant at this point. Mm -hmm. Go get your concealed carries in these open carry states. I learned some stuff this week. I thought in the state of Virginia, you couldn't have your gun and ammo together. You can. It just got to be in plain sight. I am revisiting the way in which we will move. Because I don't know when the next person had a bad day or just hates black people. And my black children. And I've asked the question on here and other places, when do my cute little black boys that all these white people keep coming up saying, how cute? Oh, twins. Oh, I'm a twin, too. When do they start telling their sons and daughters, don't hang out with him? Don't talk to him. You're better than him or her. At some point, that conversation is happening in these houses. You can't tell me that a seven-year-old went to a black person's house with a whip and he just made that up. And rightfully so, <clears throat> excuse me, when they went to their house, and we talked about it on here already, he pulled out a gun. We saw when they were walking through the neighborhood in, I think, Missouri, and the two white people came out with the guns. they just walking. Mm-hmm. That's how they act. We, at some point, got to meet them where they at. And it happened maybe a couple years ago in Atlanta when there was a video of a whole bunch of black people that had guns and the world was outraged or not the world. America was outraged. How could they? When they just ran in a courthouse in Michigan or wherever strapped to the tooth and that's okay. The same way we are learning the financial rules of the game and the financial loopholes of how to get your G wagon because it's over a certain amount of weight. So you can write it off the same way we're learning financially how to operate and navigate these systems. These gun laws, we need to start understanding how they work, too. That's just my advice. You can ignore it. You can say I'm perpetuating the problem. But I'm going to be doggone if I'm out somewhere and my kids die and I left my guns at home. I, I, I just don't know how it would feel. Or if after seeing everything I've been saying in this country, someone broke in here and my family was impacted because I didn't have a gun. When everyone has told me how easy it is to get one. And it ain't that expensive either. That's why everyone is using an AR-15. $400 to get you an AR-15. A pretty good one. So I'm just tired. I'm over it. And we, I, there's no doubt in my mind we'll be here again. I don't know how soon, but all this posturing by these politicians as we're coming up on election time, I know what it is. I'm sure this next election cycle doesn't mean a ton of gun control conversations and ads about who's pro gun and who's not. That, isn't it. that helps no one. It helps nobody. Because the NRA is paying not just Republicans. Don't let them fool you. It ain't just Republicans that's benefiting from the NRA. So. That's it. I tried to tell you all ahead. Trigger warning. Heavy show. But. This is where we are. And. It's unfortunate, but at some point it has to go from unfortunate to understanding the reality, and you got to move different. If you've been in the trenches, you know, sometimes you got to move different. You got to sit at certain seats in restaurants. You might can't go to certain locations and drop your location while you're there. You just got to move different. And I don't know if arming teachers is ideal, Because students is crazy. Kids is crazy. And I don't know if I want somebody that's untrained with a gun in my kids' classroom either. No. So I don't have it completely solved on the gun front. But I can promise you there's a bunch of stuff we can do. Technologically. Because every time these things come out, there was some kind of trail that led up to that event. And that's a failure on all these police that were paying all this money. We can't have a defense budget in the trillions and a police budget in the billions and y'all keep letting these people slip through the cracks. Unacceptable. Start there. They say follow the money, follow the money. Follow the information. The Facebook or the metas and Instagrams. Y'all are culpable too. Y'all got these groups On these platforms that are helping shape elections. And y'all ain't doing nothing about it. Y'all got these groups that are perpetuating this hate speech. And y'all allow it. So start there. And then also make it a little harder to get guns. That's, That's fair. But. My prayers to both communities. My goal was not to pit one as more valuable than the other. As a black American, yes, I'm more partial. Sorry, not sorry. When I see black people getting murdered, it hit different. But kids is is tough too. And to the families that said that they're going to have open caskets, much respect to you. But black people did it first with Emmett Till. We did. And there's a reason why you do it. But if we're going to talk about it, talk about it. And I'm not the biggest therapy person, but these kids that survived, I can only pray that they find peace and solace I cannot imagine. I can't imagine. It's that simple. Can't imagine being the parent that can't go into school. I can't imagine the parent having to comfort the child. That they'll have, they'll, they will probably die with this trauma. And they were kindergartners. That should never be. Thank you for tuning in Um, In life things happen as we discussed. You have the power to choose what you do. I've said it and I'll say it again and I'll say it again next week. Choose wisely. You can agree with us. You can disagree with us, but you got to stand on your life and your decisions. Always bet on you. And if you appreciate what we're doing and you want to help, you know what to do. Um, again, thoughts and prayers to all the communities impacted, all the people impacted. I would love to say, excuse me, that we'll be better for this, but our history shows we we have it. So I'm, I'm hopeful I'm optimistic, but we'll see until next week where we probably have much lighter topics, uh, y'all stay blessed and have a great week. Enjoy the food leftovers, you can eat them for like a week. It's fine. Don't let anybody judge you. Uh, Have a good one.